sure to follow our amazing sponsors, Fire Infusion, Tax Strategy, Ask Blue Jay, Lavish Looks by Miss Michi, and Black Dollar Day. And be sure to tune into our other programming throughout the week. All right, y'all, let's get it. Yo, I don't know what you think you're doing, but I know what you should be doing. I'm the proud of the Eastside DJ Mace Tudor, and you need to tune into the Blueprint Live with Miss Michi. What it do? Your favorite cousin, Young Jot, checking in. And right now, you're tuned into the Blueprint Live with my favorite, Miss Michi, all right? Hey, man, you know what it is. Keep doing what you're doing and keep it right here. Chill. What y'all have to do is, for one, go and follow. Okay? This is my special guest for tonight. Welcome back. Glad to be back. I feel like it's been so long. I mean, we've had the pandemic. I literally have not seen you since before all of this stuff broke out. Hey, my hand my got way longer, huh? Yeah. No, look, at least we have this. You know, back in the day, all they had was solo cups and strings. Facts, <laughs> facts. Absolutely. Well, before we jump in with, with Gina Pacino, I want to um, give a special shout out to our amazing sponsors, okay? Shout out to Tax Strategy, Tax Season. What? We got four days. Four. Four days. Quattro. All of that. So I'm going to need you to go ahead and get those taxes filed, okay? Shout out to Fire Infusions. Make sure that you subscribe to their mailing list for updates for when they relaunch. Ask Blue Jay. Now, look, y'all, let me show you the mug one more time. Get your Black Excellence mug. But she also has virtual services for business and um, entrepreneurs. So make sure that you all go and check her out. She's got a full range of services to help out. So, and, um, you know, if you shop, you can use my code, Michi10, for 10% off, okay? Make sure that you go and register with our sponsor, Black Dollar Days, okay? It's um, it's imperative that you join this initiative. She's fighting for our rights, okay? You don't get that too often. So I need you all to go ahead and tune in and um, make sure you're following Closing the Gap staffing. Gino Pacino, you know somebody that need a job? Not as of right now, but <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you like everybody's employed at this point. Well, look, uh, our sponsor closing the gap staffing, they are looking for truck drivers. Like this is an active thing that they're looking for. I believe you could take home 1400 to 1700 weekly. Yeah. Truck drivers get that bread too. I mean, maybe I should have been a truck driver. What you think? Maybe I should be a truck driver now. <laughs> Maybe I need my CDL at this point, <laughs> but but no, uh, in all seriousness, though, Closing the Gap Staffing is actively looking for drivers, local drivers. So, you know, I you don't have to be out on the road all the time. You can be home on the weekends and um, plenty of benefits, y'all. Make sure that you go and check it out. Follow them at Closing the Gap Staffing on Facebook and on Instagram at Closing the Gap Staffing and visit ClosingTheGapEDU.com for more information on that position and other positions that they have open. Okay, I'm excited to jump in. So tell me what's the latest? What's going on? You got got the new album coming out. What's going on? So the new album already out, Pacino season two. Yeah. It's streaming everywhere. Uh, I cranked out a lot of visuals from the project already. Yeah. I still have more to go. Um and I mean, so every every new body of work you feel that way, but yeah. I feel like this is probably like one of, if not the, the best body of work I ever made. Really? Um, uh, yeah, you made some good stuff. 
Like it's it's been you made you made really really great music. It's been great following your journey. So like, what what makes this project kind of different from the other ones? So, I think like when I one of the first very first times I interviewed with you, I kind of spoke probably briefly about peeling back layers. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Throughout my musical journey, I want to do that more and more. Like get That's you. Right. That's right. With that, with, with that being said, um, it's like this project. I kind of got a little bit more vulnerable. You know what I'm okay. So you I opened still, up a lot more. Yeah. So I still got my bangers on that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, even like the like first thing, uh, the first song on the album, which is it's kind of like a banger, but I'm kind of hitting you with a lot of a lot of positivity and messages too. It's like chaos. Okay. Uh, and chaos, I talk about, uh, you know what I'm saying, being a single father in that briefly. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't escape this chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She did the hook on that. Um, and then so, you know, like, besides that, uh, you know, uh, Moment of Praise is a gospel song. I never did a gospel song. But I and you know what? I wanted to ask you what was the um hey hey Faye, thank you for tuning in, girl. Shout out to Black Dollar Days. Um, I wanted to to ask you what was the inspiration? Like, how did that song kind of come together? Uh so 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 my my homie that's been doing um a whole lot of my beats, my homie Dre produced, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. Yes. Uh, he he really like uh he do more gospel uh beats and, and music, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Hip hop. So like the, a lot of the the hip hop and the hardcore hip hop stuff you do is working with me. Okay. Um, so with that being said, uh, yo, I heard it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, don't, I don't know if he thought like, yo, it's a gospel joint. I know he ain't gonna want to mess with it, but right. That's that's me all day. You know what I'm saying? So, I felt like you killed that though. Like when I when you I remember when you sent it to me. I think it did you send it to me right before it got released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I listened, I was just like, I'm like, okay, I like this. I need to put this on my playlist. <laughs> so, so it's like, uh, but that's peeling back another level because, you know, yeah. like I, I was raised going to church, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's you a big said that though. Yeah, so that's a big part of me. And so that that, that gave me a chance to open up on that. That's and right. the response to it's been great. Um, I think when it's all said and done, it's going to probably be like the biggest song from the project. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just promoting it more and more. And uh, I already got more gospel songs lined up after doing that song. So you know, I was gonna ask you, was that like the last one, or were you gonna do more? Because I, I think you should totally explore that. Um, it's really good. A project like that, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, so that yeah, that's 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 definitely you know what I'm saying in my wheelhouse. And right. then um, um, so tears of joy. Uh, that's that's like that's my favorite joint right now. And okay. Tears of Joy is a song I dedicated to mental health, and um, I love and, the video too. It was it was really good. I, I I like I like that all together. You know, just the the video and the actual song. And so <clears throat> the actual song, uh, it's like it's it's walking you through a part of my life. It's like, so the uh, the uh, the day I went to go record it, somebody broke up my car right before I was going to the studio. You know what I'm oh, saying? not broken the car? What? Yeah, I was, I was like, I was super vulnerable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I was, like, yeah. And I just kind of channeled that into the song. But then, like outside of that, like the actual song, mm -hmm. um, not to say I got like crazy mental health issues, but I, I have my struggle as a person, and I don't, 
we Talk. we all do and it it's not talked about enough. And that's why it was like when you, you know, when you sent it to me and I said, I was like, let me look at it. You know, I try to listen to you all's music or look at the videos when I can really like take it all in. And I said, man, you know, I was just like, this is somebody has been down this road before. Yeah. And that's 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 what it's fun. Like speak speaking to somebody that's active that's going through that. You know that's what I'm right. saying? And so like I I have my confidence struggles, you know what I'm saying? identity struggles, so on and so forth. And so yeah. put it all into a song. And then, you know, like, you know, I always got some bangers in me. So I got a bunch of bangers on my album. Yep. You look, we're gonna we're gonna praise the Lord. We're gonna shake that booty a little bit. We're gonna do all of that. <laughs> oh I mean it's it's like me peeling back a ledge just showing you like some of them some some of the multiple facets of who I am. So I know that you said you're going to be doing some more gospel music, but what, you know, what are some other things that we can look forward to for the rest of 2021? Uh, music wise. So like um, my goal is with this project. So the first Pacino season, um, I did like a, a full visual for every song. I think other than um, change it up, you know what I'm saying? I, I did okay. like a, a lyric video for that. You did have a lot of videos, sir. I was like, Oh my goodness, I can't keep up. <laughs> So that's my goal with uh, season two. I mean, I'm like, I, I want to do a visual for every song and get every song full of life. Um, so that's one of my goals, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm really close to it. I only, only got like two or three more to go. Um, that's I, exciting. I, that's exciting. Then I have a visual for every song. Um, and then it's like, I, I already kind of started on like, what's, I'm either call it season three or it's going to be like a 2.5 where something in the middle. Okay. But, now don't be like Saul and be having like six and seven of them. I need you to change that name up. <laughs> I mean, like Wendy said, congratulations. Who? Yeah. And I, and I'm sure you met, you met Wendy before from Pouty girl. Yes. I think that did y'all oh, yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, you know, yeah. Pouty girl. Well, no, that's, that's exciting. That's exciting. And I'm happy that you are, you know, hanging out with me on the show. It's been a long time. So we're going to have some fun tonight. You ready? I'm always ready. I, I was born. So, so let me tell you. Okay. Gino Pacino and Chiza were, they, they came on my show for the first time. And I always, I've always told Chiza up this, but I'm telling you now that you're here, you really, really opened the door for other artists to want to like rock with me like that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's, it's, it's been up from there. So I'm really, really happy to have you on the show tonight. And, you know, we about to dig in. <laughs> like, like, look, you, you was with me. I ain't had no segments. We was just getting on there. We was just talking. But tonight, you know, it's, it's going to be a little bit different. So okay. let's go ahead and jump in. Now, I'll give everybody a preview of our topic for tonight. I know there's no way if you've been on social media that you have not heard about the story surrounding one of the Atlanta housewives. So in honor of that, we're going to talk about, is it ever acceptable to date your friend slash associate's ex? I guess I got a story for y'all that I'm, I'm going to tell y'all. We're going we gonna, to we gonna get into it, but I want to hear your opinions of if it's ever acceptable, okay? But I'm going to go ahead and get into my hate it and love it. So, Gina Pacino, I know you tune in, but I'll just give you a little bit of refresher, you and anybody that's watching. I've been around for hated and love it a lot of times. So you okay, okay, okay. So you already know. So you got to give one hated, one love it. Give you one hated and one love it. Yep. I'll give you. I'll give you some time. I'll go ahead and get into mine. <laughs> so 
my um I, you know what i'll kick it off on a high note my love it this week was um if y'all didn't know it's tourist season and my birthday was absolutely lit <laughs> vegas was lit i had a great time so shout out to all my tourist friends and Tolina over at royalty massages y'all she know how to kick it and she definitely massaged all of my kinks because y'all miss michi was walking up and down the strip it was ridiculous so um, shout out to her. Look, I'm loving May. I'm loving all the May babies, the Taurus babies, all of that other stuff. Shout out to us. We are the best of the Zodiac. I say that definitely. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I said Taurus gang. I was giving you your, your gang, gang. Gang, 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 gang. So yeah, so um, that's that. Now my hated it is this. So yesterday while I was on my way to work, um, I was listening to the, what is it called? The morning, the morning jump off. Is that, is that what it is with a head crack? Yeah. It's on yeah, 92.3. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure I had it right. So um, I came in on the part where L'Oreal was talking about uh, something that was going on with the Joe Budden podcast. If anyone's familiar with that podcast, he has two other people. Um, yeah, my my husband likes it too, and you know I've definitely you know I, when I when it's on I do listen to it and I do like it I can't deny, and um, you know but she had some interesting things. It was my hated is not the situation. I think it's unfortunate that they broke up like that and it had to be that explosive. But she was basically saying that um you know he really had no point as far as in saying some of the things, but this is what people have to remember. Nobody can be entitled for the work that somebody else is putting in. Mm -hmm. You got to be willing to come to the table and do some things too. And, you know, we'll never know the full dynamic because it's always one side, the other side and the truth. But uh, they, we, we have to make it a point that when people speak their mind, we can't invalidate their feelings because we don't, un we may not know or understand their perspective. So, if he felt like he needed more before he was going to give more, nobody can make him feel any type of way about that. But there is a way that you go about things. So that was my, that was my hated. It. What's yours? Do I only get two? You give us your first one. Okay. So my first hated it is uh, the hook to that new song with Nas and, uh, and, and Jay-Z. Sing so it. That sorry, not sorry. I, I can't sing, so I can't sing. Okay, I haven't heard it. It's Don't tell nobody. It's a new song on DJ Khaled album that got Nas and Jay Z on that. Okay. And, um, the hook is garbage to me. I don't like the hook, so that's why I hated it. Okay. Okay. Okay, and I'm gonna have to check that out so that I can figure out why you hated it. <laughs> so my love it is the verses. The verses is nice. I mess with the verses. You know what I'm okay. saying? And then I got a couple more because mine gonna be quick. So okay, I love I love Pacino season two, the new album. Go stream it everywhere. You baby. better you better love yourself, okay? <laughs> and then I, I hate the fact that the uh, Joe Budden podcast crew broke up, but that's one of my favorite shows. Very unfortunate. Yeah, it is. And my well, this is the thing: it's not unfortunate. It seemed as if. I, I'm I'm always an advocate for let things 
let people grow and do what they need to do. So when you start off something, it's not supposed to be forever. You get what I'm saying? So there, but there is a way that you can separate those things or give people their just due, you know what I'm saying? Without uh, it being a messy situation, you know what I'm saying? Like everything don't have to be messy. It don't have to be an argument. It don't have to be a blow up. It can just be a peaceful transition. So they're not wrong for wanting more or probably wanting, you know, more money or more involvement or more production, whatever it was that they were needing. But we have to recognize when it's time to move on and be able to do that amicably. Yeah, I mean, so 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 me, me being somebody who watches it like I, I watch every episode. Uh, so the things leading to they break up, like it was tension and started to get kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, disappeared from the show. But to me, um, the very last episode when he when when he fired Rory, um, and he I guess he fired Maul too or whatever the other, yeah. um, it's like so I've grown to like him a lot over the course of me watching the podcast, right? Correct. Correct. So I feel like it was really in bad taste uh, the way he talked about personal things, like 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 he talked about because like. Uh, they always they they've always talked about doing the course of the podcast that Maul and Joe Budden stayed together, but Joe made it made it his point to emphasize that that Maul lived with him, basically kind of called him like a freeloader and such. Yeah, a way. like like you a hobo friend. <laughs> um, that had nothing to do, you know, what I'm saying with the, the letting them go. Right. And, um, his his like money situations were like you know what I'm saying, Rory. Like like I understand. At the podcast is in his name. That's his YouTube channel, so on and so forth. But uh, cause cause like they they seem like they like really close homies. Like like yeah, like like it, it, it was watching a bad friend break up. You know, yeah, so it, so so it's like for it to get that bad, that quick was just kind of like bad. You know what I'm saying? But it, you know, it's all good. I, I just wish them the best, I, you know, I mean, I, all of them individually because, you know, they brought us some great content, you know, for the time that they've been uh, together. So, you know, but I just believe it, it, you said it best. He did it in bad taste. Some of those conversations are things you have behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. You know, everything don't have to be brought out to the public like that. I agree totally. Absolutely. So, um, well, my um, my last hated it before we go into what's happening, what's up is. uh. Hmm. I watched, and Gina, I know you probably don't watch this show, but uh, Married at First Sight. Have you heard of it? I heard of it. I never watched it, though. Okay. So the premise of that show, they marry each other. They spend eight weeks together. At the end of the eight weeks, they have to decide do they want to stay married or not. There was two couples that for sure should have broke up. One of them, it was real easy. Like, she walked in with a smile on her face like, yes. I get to divorce him today. And then the other one, that guy's a narcissist. Everybody knows Chris. We talk, we've talked about him for weeks on the show. Did he not act a fool last night, y'all? A fool. He just, okay. Gina Pacino, have you ever met a narcissist before? Like, have you ever been with someone that's a narcissist or been friends or had a family member that's like that? Yep. Okay. So yep. you know how, like, when they feel like they lose and they kind of, like, they hold on you? Mm-hmm. They do something real drastic to loop you back in. They'd be like, get over here. Right, right. Yeah. This guy, Chris, pulled the ultimate stunt. First off, let me just give you a quick synopsis since you don't watch the show. Chris came on the show. 
he called his wife. He said that basically he liked her body and everything, but didn't really like her face. He actually told her that he actually told her that um, they still continue to have physical, you know, interactions with one another. And then he revealed that his former fiance was pregnant with his child, meaning that he was still sleeping with the ex fiance during the process of trying to get on the show. Um, he then brings the ex fiance around so that they could meet and um, hadn't told the ex fiance that he had sex with his wife. I know it sounds weird, right? Well, needless to say, they decided maybe midway through the show that they were going to actually break up. So it was over with Um, only for him to come back on and say that the young lady had had a miscarriage and uh, he was in love with Paige and that she was everything he needed in a wife. And do you know that this woman, after all of the sugar, honey, iced tea that he dragged her through throughout the season, she was considering it. I mean, toxic love be some of the, I ain't gonna say the best love, but it, it kind of keep you, keep you dialed, keep you roped in. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, you know what? This is the thing. Okay. I always be preaching. I'm like, don't judge, don't judge. But as a woman watching the show last night, it was very hard to see her be weakened by somebody like that because it was very clear that he was taking advantage of the situation. So, uh, it, it's the term. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. It's a term that people use for like people who like always kind of flip uh, situations. Um, reverse psychology? Huh? No, reverse? not reverse okay. psychology. Uh, okay. It's more of a, like a, a demeanor. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I know the term, but it's not coming to the, to the front of my mind. But uh, well, I'll read this. Faye said low self-esteem. She doesn't love herself. I mean, I could, that could be the case too. You know what I'm saying? She and then she kept saying she was like, "Well, God, you know, they're both very rooted in their spiritualities." She was like, "Well, God brought us together." And I'm like, "That very well may be the case, but the reason why He brought y'all together, let's explore that." You know, it's I'm I just I was kind of baffled, but she did ultimately end up saying that she wanted to divorce him. Hey, but so here's here's my question to you though. Okay. Do you believe that that's actually real? And so this this is why I'm asking. You, so <laughs> come on, uh, come, you must be anti-reality TV. <laughs> Yo, I will never watch reality TV unless I'm with a female. Like like now, if I'm like kind of caking up with, with with a boo or something, you know, I watch you. Uh, not with a boo, boo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not watching reality TV by myself. You know what I'm saying? Okay, boo. I can understand that. Um, uh, so this uh. What's her name from Real Housewives? The one who who, who got with the uh, somebody else's husband or something like that. Uh, Portia. For, we gonna talk about that. Don't give them too much. We gonna talk about that for the topic. But so, uh, but the Portia thing, I saw. Uh, I don't know if it was an interview or just a statement she released, but she said that they weren't really friends and they were just fake friends for the show. So you don't know how much of that is like really real, or if it's just putting on for you know what I'm saying TV. So you know what? This is the thing. I watched the show. So I've seen Portia on a few occasions, maybe kind of alter the trajectory of the conversation to fit a narrative that's good for her, right? So by saying that her and this woman weren't friends, where if you scroll just on her timeline, because this is the thing, friends, it is levels to it. But yeah. I put it to you like this, and I'll get more into this when we talk about the topic. Like, 
Okay. I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think. Okay. If there's another woman that I know and she's an acquaintance, we've been around each other. I've met her spouse. You know, we have pictures together. We've had cocktails. We like, yeah. I'm not checking for your man. Okay. Because that's too close for comfort. Like we clearly run in the same circles. And then we ain't even going to get into that. But it was friendships like that was a web of situations because the dude that she's with was friends and business partners with her child's father. I mean, people get down grimy though. Like some some people like getting down grimy. So, but well, look, face said yeah. Portia don't play. Hey, and but she, she going after the coins. <laughs> so some of the episodes I have watched though, and okay. like. I don't know Portia in real life, so I never want to judge her. No, no. Because I don't know her personally. She's probably good people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think she's a good person. But the little episodes that I've watched, she be busting moves, though. Because when I first saw her, she was married to Cordell Stewart. And then they had had got a a divorce or whatever, right? Wow, wow. (laughs) Dude on that, right? Yeah. with another dude, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, hey, that's cool. She said you know she was the queen of Thotlandia, though. Huh? She said she was the queen of Thotlandia on some episodes back. That is, that is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> say more. Say less. Say less. Say less. Oh my goodness. Well, well, needless to say, okay. Just I'll, I'll, I'll close out with with that that hated. You know. My hate was to see, like, as women and as men, everybody, we have to be able to know our value. And we have to be able to understand that everybody that we may love or have love for may not really have the same intentions as far as we're concerned. So I was I was very happy that even though she had a moment of weakness with this guy, I was being a complete narcissist and trying to loop her back into his BS. She recognized that it was a continuous cycle and she broke that cycle by saying she wanted a divorce. So, um, and, and, and divorce is not always a bad thing. It's not always like, oh my goodness, it's a failure. It's just like, okay, you know what? Sometimes people just aren't compatible or just are not what you need. And that doesn't make them a bad person. They're just not a good person for you. Nah. Yeah. I mean, like it, it most situations are never like a good guy and a bad guy situation. You gotta come from understanding, and it's like sometimes you're not equally yoked, or you know what I'm saying. It, it's it's so many it's so many levels to it. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying. Yeah, and it, it just it's like everything, like for me, everything don't have to end all stank and bogus. Like some people can move on in peace. Mm-hmm. That's that's really it, but. Okay, so what we got to do, we got to take a quick little break, okay? But when we um come back, first of all, y'all make sure I had uh, Gino Pacino's information up there. Y'all make sure that y'all following him and getting in tune with the music, okay? We'll be right back. We got to take a quick break. The Black Dollar Days initiative has officially kicked off. Make sure that you join founder Faye Porter and her mission in uplifting the Black community. You can join by registering your business or just replying that you're in and you're ready to be in on this initiative, okay? Visit theblackdollardays.com and do what you need to do to be a part of this. Be a part of the change that you want to see. Make sure that you follow them on all social media and let them know that the group that we Tax season is among us. 
Make sure that you get with the pros at Tax Strategy to help you limit your tax liability and help you get back the maximum refund that you and your family deserve. Visit www.yourtaxstrategy.info for more information on setting up an appointment and getting the ball rolling on your taxes this year. Let them know that the Blueprint Media Company is Ask Blue Jay is available for all your business needs. They offer website and social media management, business organization and preparation courses, project management, and you can even shop the Black Excellence Collection. This features clothing, mugs, notebooks, and everything that you need. And if you use the code Michi10, you can get 10% off at checkout. Make sure that you all go and check out Ask Blue Jay and let them know the Blueprint Media Company sent you. back <laughs> so look i got this what would you do it's kind of wild this week you ready <laughs> i'm always ready i told you well look if you all are just tuning in make sure that you drop those businesses in the comments i definitely want to uh i want to connect with you just in case if we have not had an opportunity to do so uh there's lots of business people that like to tune in with me and check in so make sure that you all are dropping those businesses and i even tell y'all every week y'all friends and family that be dropping their businesses on y'all timeline and y'all don't never share it this is a good time to tag them because <laughs> we know that there's people out there I, I, look, Gina Pacino, I'm pretty sure you got people that you be sharing your music and they just be like this. <laughs> right? Yeah, all the time. All the time. All the time. It's it's weak. But uh this this what would you do? Let's get into it. It's wild. It's like I was reading it earlier and I was just like this. Mm -hmm. It's not right. This may seem petty, but hear me out. So my girlfriend is pregnant and due to early morning sickness, she started showering less and she was pretty much bedridden. Now she's much better, but she doesn't have the energy for perfect hygiene and I don't hold that against her. However, I do all the laundry and her clothes that she wear for, for days are flat out funky and no amount of soap and fabric softener makes it better. The issue is that she blames me and my washing for why her clothes smell bad. And not the fact that she wear a pair of drawers for days on end. A single pair could ruin an entire load. The only thing that can help is bleach. But our high efficiency washer uses very little water and the side loader. So adding a little bleach would immediately stain it. How do I handle this situation? I've already, ha I already have to handle her smelly underwear without complaining. But also to be chastised on top of it. Telling her the truth would bruise her ego. And I don't want that drama right now. What would you do? Yikes. So the first thing I would have did was not uh, wrote that letter <laughs> or that email, period. Like, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have wrote that about my lady at all. You know what I'm saying? That's been personal between us. That's <laughs> very personal. I'm just like. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so. I mean, I'm just wondering. How deep, because this is the thing. I mean, naturally, everybody has a moment where they're funky. If you go play basketball for three, four hours with your friends, if you go on a nature hike in the woods, like whatever it is that you do, everybody just smelled like a little ass before. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. everybody. <laughs> so what's the problem with saying it? I mean, he, they be stressing me out with these. What would you do? You know, I, I cannot do it. He's like, like, like he could even jokingly say something about the smell, but I mean, like, like I wouldn't. My my approach wouldn't even be his approach. You know what I'm saying? And 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 then in terms of uh, what's going on with her, um, I would just hope that this 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 only like 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 a season, like it's just something temporary. You know what I'm saying? Because like, so what the what it doesn't say. Is whether it's been like this the whole time, and I'm pretty sure from, from what what I was listening and I was hearing, this is an isolated incident. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure I've been that way the whole time. So, um, I mean, my whole thing is help bather. Hey, yeah. babe, look, it smells like ass. You gonna need to, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because this is the thing is, well, I don't know. Me, me and my spouse, we talk to each other a little bit different. So, you know, he he'll be like this. He like I dragon breath. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we 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 can joke like that. I'll be like, oh damn, I'm like my shit not fresh. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I'm gonna go fix it. I'm like, hey, thank you for letting me know. Like, if you if you smell like outdo, I'm gonna let you know you smell like outdo. It's not to offend you, but to help make you a better person. Okay. <laughs> smell like outdoor. I got you. You get what I'm saying, though. Come on now. I, I got you. And then it's like she all pregnant and all the other stuff. Is, I don't know. Let me get into this comment from Faye. She said, damn, I would assist or get someone to assist if she's not able. If she's able, tell her to wash her ass, period, with a T and an exclamation point. Yeah, Faye, that's pretty much where I'm at. I mean, it's not like my, her ego would be bruised if you don't tell her and then somebody else tell her, like, damn, you don't smell your wife, though. <laughs> but, but I mean, but also, uh, I don't know. I mean, certain things you gotta, you gotta kind of just try to work through because, like, I mean, especially with her being pregnant, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for, for a woman, that's probably like. One of the most vulnerable times of your life, and and, and it's probably kind of scary too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think um, I think instead of writing a letter, uh, the focus should be on more understanding. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, I agree. I agree, and more so on how he can assist. Because I mean, this is the thing: if she can't get up, or she, you know, she afraid. I mean, get her one of the shower chairs, help her get into the shower chairs. Like, there's a lot of different things that can be done to remedy the situation and i mean my whole thing is is like look if we together if we didn't went so far as we didn't brought a whole new life into each other if i got the sponge bath you down because you know to, to help you yeah. i would do what i can you know because th that's what you're supposed to do for your significant other i agree yeah so that that's what i would do bro like first off take this take this down because it was definitely on a public forum and i was like i cannot believe this dude that said this. But I, that's the part that's crazy like this Oh, that's wild. And, and didn't care like just you know but he did say this may seem petty but hear me out so does that account for something what you think nah I don't account for nothing like I mean certain, certain things just shouldn't be said I mean it's that's just my opinion yeah I agree I agree so yeah that was um that was a good one <laughs> that was a good one um you know got time to get into what's happening what's up I got some stories for y'all Okay. All right. We're going to, we, I'm, I, I try to, Gina, I try to build them up. Try to build them up. This one happened in El Paso, Texas. I'm, I'm giving you guys some news of what's going on. So a Texas woman woke up and found blood dripping from her ceiling fan in her apartment. 
I know. Yeah, when I first read it, I was just like, well, what in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer is going on up in here? <laughs> but uh, basically, yeah. her the neighbor bef- above her um, had died of natural causes right above where her ceiling fan was situated. So, because he had been there for about five or six days. Oh my God. Yeah, so he had been there for about five or six days. And it came down. And so that's not even the, the, the crazy part about the story is, is that, uh, you know, she's trying to she, she's basically she had a ceiling fan that was running at the time that this was going down. So she woke up and it looked like, uh, you know, a scene from like CSI or something. She's trying to get her apartment, the, the complex, the management company to take care of the damages that were done. Because, I mean, naturally, think about a ceiling fan. If you got furniture, clothes, carpet, bed sheets, all that other stuff, it got everywhere. Do y'all know that they... Yeah, it, it got everywhere. Do you know that they would not... They're they're not doing anything about it. They said it's not covered under the insurance. And she didn't have to have renter's insurance to stay there. So they're not going to be doing anything to compensate her. That's great. That's grimy as hell. And then it's like, look, if she wanted some type of reprieve, I mean, the guy that technically is responsible for it, he's no longer with us. So who do you go to in a situation like that? To be honest, I mean, if they're not going to compensate the damages, what they should do is just 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 allow them to leave. Because, like, uh, I don't know about you, but, like, I would have a hard time continuing to live there after that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so let, let let them break their lease, no harm, no foul, and going about their life. You know what I'm saying? Because I just felt like it was crazy. I mean, you know, the simple fact it, it's like some some things. I work in commercial real estate, so I recognize that when certain things happen that are kind of out of everybody's hands, somebody has to be the person to pick up the pieces, right? And as the management company of that particular complex. You know, it's a very unfortunate situation, but they should be able to do something. I mean, have somebody come professionally clean. Hey, we're coming in with new, you know, new stuff because they are not trying to let her out of her lease. Mm-hmm. That's Texas for you, I suppose. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they they're definitely not trying to compensate her. So, I mean, you know, she's definitely in our thoughts, The you know, for the gentleman that passed very unfortunate situation you know i'm just praying for him and the family but i thought that was kind of wild i'm like you know and, and you gotta read your terms of agreement i recommend always having some type of insurance when you need to because even if they weren't gonna file a claim she could have filed a claim and actually get all brand new stuff due to that incident so get insurance <laughs> uh gina you ready for this one this was crazy this happened down in our area you ready Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. Schaumburg, Illinois. 47 rabbits were rescued from an extended stay hotel in suburban Schaumburg. Animal control says a woman was living there with her pets. The unidentified hotel stopped providing room cleaning services in March of last year because of COVID-19. She had 47 bunny rabbits up in there. What is that? I, st- <laughs> I saw the pictures. Mm-hmm. it looked like okay so you know how like if you've ever seen a rabbit and like what people put in their cage like you know like the little rubbish the little stuff at the bottom 
the lady had done that to the entire hotel room. <laughs> it was just <laughs> so she a psycho all out the gate. Like she's a psycho. But check it out. It started where she had two girls and one male. That's how it started. So when she originally checked in, those are the two that she had. And then she just allowed them to literally populate the entire extended state hotel. Could you imagine? It it's really You know it smelled bad up in there. They was doing a bunny hop all in that, all in that joint. I'm like, it went from three to 47. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, and first off, that's disgusting. I was like, what is wrong with these people? I told you they psychos. Clearly. she. I mean, my whole thing is, I'm like, you didn't stop when you saw that it was like, they was pregnant already. Like, you know, like, oh, maybe this rabbit's pregnant. Like, nope. She clearly, so it's like this story this week. And then it was a story last week that I did um, where the lady, she had been missing for since November of last year, but she was out living in the woods. I think it really is mental illness. Yeah, so you know, like, 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 not, not to segue off of that from, from what you were saying, but uh, that's why I made the, a song dedicated to mental health because, like, it's something that we avoid talking about. Yeah, but we see it all too often. Yeah, I mean, be, because, like, even if you think about, like, if, if you ever rode the train before, and it'd be like the crazy people that be on the train. Yeah. And so, to, so, so typically, we just ignore them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They are real people, and then beyond that, like you know, like I, I, cause I've served food to the homeless. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I've, 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 I've donated my time to other causes. Absolutely. And um, if you ever have a conversation with some of these people, um, you could, you could kind of, you, you could grasp and better understand um, how they get into these situations because, exactly. like, um. Not saying that I'm, I mean I I have my own struggles like 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 you might too but yeah I mean we want catastrophe away from a psychological break or you know what I'm saying whatever so yeah it's not it's not like it can't happen and so anybody yeah so I mean like I mean we should spend more time you know with treatment instead of just ignoring these droves and droves of people because sometimes what happens is these people that that we ignore they end up killing somebody or hurting somebody. So, yeah. And I mean, with this situation, I understand, you know, a lot of things change with uh, different policies, you know, surrounding around COVID, but it's just like, I mean, you know, nobody's going to do a wellness check. It's just like, as long as the card swipes, we don't need to go in there. I mean, March of last year, somebody should have peeked in at some point and just been like, Hey y'all, it's a whole bunny rabbit farm up in here. We should probably come and say something. (laughs) I mean, and not to be not to be funny, but it's just like you know. I mean, from okay, let me speak to you from a management perspective. That's bad management. It is. It is. It wouldn't have got past bunny number ten. I'd be like, hey, did y'all see that person that's in room forty nine ten? Because I haven't seen, I ain't seen them in about five six months. Y'all might want to go and do a wellness check. Go check and see what's going on. Nobody knocked on the door. Yeah. How was they eating? She probably was feeding them, giving them food or something. Look, 47 rabbits in a hotel room, you know, I'm trying to figure out it's a it's a lot of other things I'm trying to figure out too, but I'm gonna let that one rest. 
Flame of Hots, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, she's just like this. Like, I'm in room 4910. I need you to bring my um, my grocery order in. Because this is an extended stay, so you know they got a whole kitchen and all that other stuff. But I mean, still, 47 Rabbits, I just... It, it reminded me of another story where it was like, I think they had uh, retrieved like over 100 something dogs. I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? What's that's, that's a money though. No, these dolls weren't for sale. Okay, these dolls are not being greeted to be given to little families. That's a lot of money if you if you sell a hundred dolls. These dolls weren't for sale, sir. These dolls were for I'm gonna hoard these dogs in my house. <laughs> it was horrible, but no. So, um, did you did you hear that um, Ellen is taking her show off the air next year? Yeah, um, I heard that. Uh, what's that comedian name? Oh, I, I, Haddish. Is that you over there vibrate? Tiffany Haddish is the one that they trying to give her the role for next year. And I I hope that that's not the case. You don't you don't like Tiffany Haddish? I do like her. I actually watch her show that she has on Netflix where she puts other comedians on. I do like her, but I'm just like, you know what? No. We don't need any more daytime. So give me more Maury. <laughs> Um, I'm joking. I want to see her win, but I just feel like uh, I think um, it'll be a nice little change of pace. You know what I'm saying? Because like, uh, well, one, I'm always give up, give up peace because 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 she a sister, so I'm rooting for all for that off top. You know what I'm saying? Period. But, uh, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm not like a uh, so I would love to be on Ellen. Like, I would have a good time being on Ellen, but uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, uh, some of the episodes I'll be watching sometimes, they be a little dry sometimes. So, like, maybe Tiffany had a show. I have a little bit more, you know what I'm saying, umph to it or whatever. So. I, I would want to see her develop her show. I do believe that Tiffany Haddish can do it. And she's she's got a hell of a story. And, of course, now I'll be honest with you. Do I think she's the funniest comedian? No. You know, but I like. Everybody say that. I like I like what she has done. My whole thing is, is that when you get to a certain place in your career, you got to reach back. And I've seen her do that. So whether if she's level 10 funny or whatever people will rate her, she's still good people. And she's done a lot to put people that's like her on. You know what I'm saying? And they have nothing but great things. So I hope that they do it. But I just don't want them. I don't want her to be corny. She got an edge to her. You get what I'm saying? And with daytime television, it changes people a little bit. So you think like she'll be corny if she on daytime TV? I feel like that they would try to kind of like water her down a little bit. Like I used to watch Tyra all types. I've watched daytime stuff. You get what I'm saying? So I've seen how people beforehand, when they kind of get certain things, it, they change, which is a, it's a good thing. But I'm just like, it changes for an audience that doesn't really look like the people that they originally catered to, if that makes sense. I totally understand. Yeah, so, but I hope whoever gets it, just make it interesting, okay? I need y'all to be running around the building like they do on Maury, period. It's the only way I'm watching it. <laughs> Have you watched, uh, you, did you see that Peter Gunn's is on Cheaters? Yo, I've never seen no episodes, but I, but I've seen like, I've seen like three clips, right? I've seen three clips. He's and fighting on every last one of them. One of the clips, he was actually fist fighting with the dude. Uh, 
another clip, he was like basically saying, like, I want all the smoke to one of the dudes. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. Another one where he was kind of like instigating. You know what I'm saying? So it, uh, I'm about to check it out. Like I don't know where it come on at though. Is it on Zeus or something? Or like one of the crazy channels? Like wait, what channel? What? Cha why am I? I'm drawing. I'm drawing a blank. Cause, cause back in the day it was on WCIU. But that was a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember. You know, I'll be watching most of my stuff online from my tablet and stuff. I'll be having to watch it at work. Hey, which, but, which sounds crazy, but I do. <laughs> um, what was dude name? I think dude name was some Greco. That was the original host. Joy, oh, wait, it does wait, it still come on on WCIU, right? Yeah. Oh no, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But uh I don't I see it. Remember the episode when he got stabbed. I do. <laughs> they shut. I'm like, y'all not finna do my mans like that. Like, how y'all gonna do him like that on the boat? He he got yeah, roughed yeah. up a couple times on his season, though. I was just like, man, maybe you need to just retire. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I'm about to check Peter Guns out, though, because he, cause he wanted to smoke with the guests, though. My whole thing is, he was, I guess he was good for the show, because he, I mean, hey, spot a cheetah, you know, whatever, but I don't know. It's just kind of wild. But um, my my last my last one was a story that was a little unfortunate, but it's it's situations. You know, we've all kind of found ourselves as a as a black person, possibly in some situations where things get a little racial. You know, somebody say a racial slur towards you, do whatever. Well, Corey Ellis, I'm gonna say his last name is Pujols. Uh, 27 of Tampa was arrested on Tuesday and charged with aggravated manslaughter after uh, he punched a 65-year-old person at Dunkin' Donuts. He was working. Um, the guy was calling him a racial slur. He dared him to do it again, and he punched him. The gentleman that he punched suffered a fatal fall, and he did pass away two days later. Very unfortunate situation. Um, you know, I, I can speak from my experience that I've definitely been antagonized before and, you know, just call some things that I, it would anger any person of color. And you be feeling like you want to put the hands on them, you know? And I don't think that when that guy, I don't think he tried to punch that guy to kill him, yeah. but ultimately that's what he did. And it's, it's really unfortunate. Well, you know what though? That's, that situation is so tough. It's kind of hard for me. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. I don't want to get canceled or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's not about getting canceled. It can just be an unfortunate situation. I, I, I would hate to. Uh, I would hate for anybody to, you know, what I'm saying, lose their life. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I, something uh, like that. But uh, I don't know, man. I mean, racism like really shouldn't be tolerated though, too. Um, so it's it's a it's a fine line, you know. It it really is. It's as an adult, you have to use reasoning, especially if you got kids or whatever. And so, like, certain you got to kind of like like let them go because you know the what the results could be, and you don't want to be in jail or yeah, like where you kill somebody. You know what I'm saying? But we we all had triggers. Um, Everybody. So uh, it's, it's kind of like it's so unfortunate that 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 happened. And but I wasn't present, so I can I. Could, I can't say who was right or who was wrong. I can only, you know, you know, like send my prayers to the family 
of the and guy. The man was 77. I'm sorry. He not 65. I, he, he he is charged with aggravated manslaughter of a person older than 65. So um that carries a maximum of a 30-year sentence. Yeah, and that's 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 just unfortunate. I mean, so prayer, yeah. prayers to the family. Um, but That's I mean, cool. it takes a high level of uh, patience uh, when you it. experience it. I saw a video um, online. This was like some months ago. It was a lady in like a, uh, I think she was a caregiver. It's like a like a nursing home situation. Mm-hmm. The person that she was caring for was a racist. Uh, Is that the one that was throwing stuff at her? Yeah. Um, Pissing off. I don't know. I can't. So you can't say what you were doing until you're actually in a situation. But um, did you see the videos afterwards where they was cool and drinking wine together, though? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it got to that level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, sometimes in like snap judgment, I don't know if I could make it that far because like I've I find out when somebody quick. I ain't gonna need to lie to you. <laughs> like, now I got to smack five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it, it, it makes you angry. Because for me, I just be like this. I'm like, it's the audacity for me for you to feel like that you can say these things to me, you know? And it's just like, you and I both know that it's super wrong, but you're still choosing to do it anyway, you know? I mean, it's just, it's just unfortunate all around because it's unfortunate that at 77 years old, he's still using that type of language and still being provoking. And it's just like, this person is making your coffee. I mean, but, but I'm saying like, so, so typically how it gets to that point. So in life, you learn something new every day, you grow every day, you know what I'm saying? You change and evolve as a person, right? That's right. Okay. But let's say you've made it up until 57 or 50 years old. It's like a, a blatant racist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, yeah. I can't stop it. I can't send my blood. <laughs> on the back end, even if you know it's wrong, it's, it's hard to make those corrections when you've been... I, so, life life is all about habits. You know, like habit building. Um, so, you know, you, you can break the habit of that, you know what I'm saying? But if you... If, 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 <laughs> 50 years as a racist, like you 77. He's 77 years old. <laughs> Look, let me see. Let me go back. Do, 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 do. It was a lot of stuff going on back then. <laughs> that's that that's really difficult. Uh but I mean, you know, like when you have to understand that because uh you can only control yourself. So if you want to get out here and do your racist rants or say whatever, just know some hands might come on the, on the back end of that and be prepared right. for it. I mean, you just got to hope that they're not the fatality hands because it's like, who? I don't know. But look, I'm a, we're we going to take a little bit of a dance break. So this is another one of my favorites. Oh, well, okay. Sorry. <laughs> but that just means that uh you gotta you gotta go and listen. Now that was on you know, I listen to Gina Pacino on Spotify. That's my preferred, but he's available yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Period. So let me go ahead. I'm gonna get into the lavish look of the week real quick. Let me let y'all know this is one of my favorite frames. I got the I gotta queen. step away from I'll be right back. Okay, it's the queen, y'all. I'm I'll bring Gino back once he's done. My lavish look of the week is queen. 
I absolutely love these frames, y'all. For real, for real. It's the detailing for me. I, I love it. So make sure that you all go. Um, you know, my my summer collection is dropping very, very soon. I am really, really excited to show you guys what I've got coming up. It's going to knock your socks off, okay? And then don't forget, I also have the men's collection available as well, okay? Um, all my guys, shop with me, okay? I got some stuff y'all gonna like too. Let me get into these comments. They said, yes, yes. Now, Renita, you were saying, does the sister code still exist? Because I saw Faye, you had put your, your uh, comment up there earlier. You know, I think that it exists amongst those that want it to exist. Okay, period. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead while we're waiting for Gino to come back. Y'all make sure that y'all are dropping those businesses in the comments, okay? Again, I want to connect with you, okay? If you own the live, share the live up. Remember to share that job opportunity. We looking for local truck drivers, okay? 1,400 plus a week. Make sure that you get in tune with it. And I, you know what? I don't know what's going on. I think we lost Gino Pacino for a second, but that's okay. Time to jump into the topic of the night. All right. So is it ever acceptable to date your friend? Or associates ex. Mm, now y'all know some people be real. They will date your people. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, this topic this week was sparked by um, y'all know y'all know I'm a reality TV head. I can't help it. Uh, can't help it. So this situation, you know, uh, this week. The Sunday just wrapped up the last part of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. Shortly after the show went off, Miss Portia Williams, uh, she dropped a big announcement that her and Simon, I'm going to just call him Simon G. I'm not going to mess up that man's last name like that. Uh, her and Simon G, which is uh, Simon is the ex-husband of Fallon, which was a friend of the show that was introduced by Portia. Um she revealed that they're now in a long-standing relationship. Hold on. Face it, amongst those who honor the sister code. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll get into that sister code even with this topic too. Um, yeah, so she revealed that her and Simon were together and, you know, it's like this beautiful thing. I'm like, okay. Um, it's a little weird because I'm like, you kind of introduced us to your friend on the show. And, uh, you know, it's just like, well, why, why would you then at that point be kind of dealing with her, her whole spouse? I went back to see the clip of the episode on Twitter when they actually showed when she was kind of introduced onto the show and it just didn't feel right. It felt very foul. You know, for me, my personal opinion is that it's never acceptable. Um, it, what people have to realize is that when you kind of date behind somebody like that and there's like a circle, there can be a trickle down effect. Um, we had a situation some years back um, amongst, you know, a former friend group where, you know, we had bidded our farewell to our friend that was leaving to go to another state. And we're just like, girl, you know, best of luck, blah, 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 all this other stuff. This one young lady that was with us, <laughs> we'll call her a young lady. Uh, she was with us and she, you know, was, of course, bidding our friend farewell and everything, too. You know, we had fellowships together. They we, we had been together, had drinks, kiki kids, pictures, did all of those things. And um, 
So it was kind of weird that maybe a month or so after we had bid at this particular friend farewell that now it maybe it was like one or two months, but within a couple months, there was a whole development of a relationship with the girl's ex that left. And I'm just like, what? Hey, Whitney. Thank you, sis. I appreciate you. I'm trying. I'm just like this. I'm like, we're going to give them spring tonight. We're going to do all of that. Uh, but yeah, you know, it was just real messy dating behind and, you know, and it caused a rift and in, in, with our entire friend group because it's just like, okay, you know, they mad at us. Like, why you didn't say nothing? And I'm just like, well, I mean, shit, is it my business? This, y'all get to work this out amongst yourself. Cause I'm not dating your ex, you know, it's not just something that affects the two people that are in the relationship. It also affects those around. Now you will have some people that are saying, you can't help who you fall for. Da, 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 da. But my whole thing is, is that if I've been in your home, if I've been around you and your children and your family and all this other stuff, I'm not trying to eye what you got going on. That's not my place to do that. And just to me, it just feels like it's just a little, it's a little foul. Um, let's see. Faye said it depends on the communication of all parties about what is what, who is who, and how all parties represent. No one knows the relationship between Fallon and her husband or Portia and Fallon. And that's true. I mean, I just, for me, you know, Faye, it's like if I've invited you into my home and did all this other stuff, there would it would definitely have to be a conversation at that point if you feel like that you want to go and do that. So we don't know if those conversations took place. You know, I saw the picture of her, the new guy in Dennis, and Dennis seemed like he was pretty cool. You know, for all you, you know, for all we know, they could have swapped spouses. Dennis could be sleeping with Fowler. You never know. You know, you never know what people are into or what they like. But as for me, I don't think that it's acceptable. And anybody that's cool with me like that, it's just like, you know, hey, if, if me and mine don't work out, that ain't a free pass for you. It's a pass. But it might be for that ass. That's all I'm saying. Face it, and it takes maturity. Yeah, they, they got a lot of kids and things in between them. So I hope that it just kind of works out. But, you know, there were a lot of people when I was just like reading because I'd I be in my little reality TV groups and on Twitter, child. And it's a lot of people that just like, Portia, get your money, girl. Get this, get that. And I'm just like, what? What is it? Faye said, well, you know, I ain't got to do that shit for real. Dennis looked happy. Dennis looked elated. He was just like this. Finally. Finally, <laughs> Whitney said, then Simon said Fallon cheated. Yeah, there may have been a lot of things. I mean, but then even even then, Whitney. OK, so look, if she did. OK, that's foul, too. That's foul. And he did right by not exposing her full situation, I guess, because they do get kids and they are, they was married. But it's just like of all the people in the world. This is who you decided that you was going to go with afterwards? I don't know. I would love to have been a fly on the wall for that. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just not, it's not my thing. Whitney said it's foul. They both are part of, of the friend or associate circle. Yeah. And, and that's why I wanted to make it where it's just like, not is it ever acceptable to date your friends, but also your friend or associates. Because it's like, for me, if we've got any type of association, me messing with your dude is foul. It's it ain't no way to really get around it. It's really not. So um, 
I was just a little bit thrown off about it because I love Portia. Hell, I wanted to come on the show. I want to talk to her about go naked hair and all of those things. And, and I'm not one to judge. At the end of the day, we do have to make decisions in life that make us happy, but it may make other people uncomfortable. So I can say that I do applaud both of them for being brave enough to really step out like that, given the situation and the optics of how it looks. And I just hope that for both of their sakes, that it lasts, you know, she kind of, she gets into the situation. She's like, yes, and we about to take it to the next level. And I just, I want it to be okay for her because this time is not just her. It's a whole child involved as well as his children that he has too. They said he's a Nigerian man, very patriarchal. He fell in love with Portia with the ass. Oh, with the Portia ass, that's how she that's how she said it. And I know face, so that's exactly how she said it. That's funny as hell. That's so funny to me. It's not for me, y'all. I'm not judging nobody who it is for, but I can just say that it's not for me. And it's not something that I would do. And it's definitely not something that's acceptable in my book. I don't judge nobody that do it. Hey, my whole thing is living your truth. I, I will always say that, recommend it, and applaud anybody for doing just that, but mm -mm. not for me. So I'll leave that at that. And I just want to um, thank you all for really uh, kind of chiming in on that topic because it was a little, I think everybody, when they read the story, they were slightly uncomfortable. Like, why did she do that? I thought she, she said that was a friend. She actually, did she say my sister or was she talking about Lauren on the show? I'm not sure. I, I'll have to go back and rewatch that clip, but Get your own. It's too many men and women out here to be kind of messing behind people. That's weird. It's weird, y'all. We too old for that. We all too old for that. Let me get into my quote of the night before I let you all go. Promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. Look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. Think only of the best. Work only the best and expect only the best. Forget the mistakes of the past and press on to greater achievements of the future. Give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. Live in the faith that the whole world is on your side as long as you are true to the best that is in you. Um, I love y'all so much for tuning in. Uh, Gino Pacino, he had to get out of here, y'all. Y'all heard his phone was buzzing. He said he had to go, child. He had to get out of there. But I want to thank him for coming on. And uh, as always, giving that male perspective uh, when we talk about our topics. And I just hope that you all are blessed. Um, have a great week. You know, next week is going to be real nice, too. And I've got some, you know, just it's been some exciting things that's coming up. You know, I meant to make one of my love it's the fact that like the Blueprint Live and Miss Michi one on one, um, two of my shows here at the Blueprint Media Company are available on all platforms. I'm still working on Apple. I want to make it so that all my people, all you people with your iPhones and all that other stuff, y'all could. Uh, listen to me on there too. And I just want to thank you all for the continued support for everyone for the birthday wishes. Uh, you know, shout out to all my May babies, all my Taurus babies, all of y'all is lit. Uh, let me get over to this comment before I let y'all go. Let's see what y'all talking about over here. Yes. Thank you, Faye. <laughs> she said, wonderful. I appreciate you all. Yes, Whitney. I'm trying to I'm trying to get it for y'all iPhone users. It'd it be a little difficult, child. They don't do all of this on the Android side, but we're gonna pray on it. But um, you know, shout out to uh, my amazing sponsors, Tax Strategy, 
Fire Infusions, okay, uh, Ask Blue Jay, Black Dollar Days, Closing the Gap Staffing. Shout out to Gina Pacino for coming on. Um, make sure that you all shop Lavish Looks by Ms. Michi. Shop the Black Excellence Collection with Ask Blue Jay. And um, meet me back here next week at 6.30, y'all. It's lit. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.